Paradoxically, the state that we seek to arrive at after Hadra is silence. A watchful, restful silence. An inner silence. We are taught that Allah is outwardly removed, He is distant, and He is inwardly proximate. That means that if you sink into the depth behind your eyes deeply enough, you are in the presence of the Rabb. A metaphor for this is that your inner realm is like a sky, an empty sky. And that empty sky is the presence of the Rabb. But we don't experience that proximity, we don't experience that closeness 
Because there's always something going on in our heads. There's always talking to ourselves. All this internal dialogue. And because we aren't still, because we aren't quiet, we feel we are removed from him. We don't feel his proximity. It is in silence that you feel his proximity. This is why Tahajjud is such a profound experience. Because there's something that happens in the last third of the night where your being is most addressed and most quiet. And you can feel that your Rabb is near. You sense it. Hadra, this practice that we've just done, seeks to produce the same experience. Because it, the essence of Hadra is about pumping yourself empty. That's why it's useful to be doing a Hadra initially with people that you, you know or that you develop a relationship with. Because it is not helpful to be self-conscious. Because it's difficult to do this thing with commitment, with putting yourself into it, if you feel you're being watched. If you feel like you're being noticed by other people. The courtesy in the Hadra is soft eyes, downcast. Not looking at other people. And it's exactly for that reason. So people can allow themselves to go in to the Hadra. Now when you look at somebody from, from the outside, you say, but I mean, this is very frenetic, aggressive activity, this pumping. But what the pumping of the breath, the effect it has, is it quietens your being. It empties your being. And you have that experience now. If you've been doing the Hadra, rather than just observing it, you will feel that you're quieter now than what you were when you came in. Because you've emptied yourself out. In the program, in this week, we've been speaking about the issue of internal dialogue. Your ongoing waswas, the ongoing waswas in your being. That waswas, that whispering, that internal dialogue, actually requires aspiration. And what I mean by aspiration, it requires breathing. If you, you can't talk if you're not breathing. So what happens with this powerful dhikr is that you are literally pumping yourself empty. You get rid of the noise on the inside. Hmm? And that pumping yourself empty produces a quietness, which is the aim of the Hadra. Paradoxically, peculiarly, the aim of the Hadra is not the Hadra. The aim of the Hadra is what happens to you after. So... The first opening that happens 
after Hadra is the recitation of Qur'an. And because you're very quiet, even if you don't understand what's being recited, that's going in very deep somewhere. That's resonating at a level which is not just sort of uh, superficial and conscious. The second benefit of this then is you also are able to be open to the dars. So actually the aim of the hadra is Qur'an and dars. It's about creating the inner spaciousness, the quiet, to allow these things in. So the appropriate and correct adab of the matter is that as soon as the hadra finishes, you sit and you <coughs> silent. You stop everything. Because that, if we do that collectively, we enable something to happen. We enable an opening. When there's this sense of watchful, almost expectancy, what, what comes out of my mouth in the dars is informed by what's going on with everybody in the room. Very often people say, but you know, you spoke directly to me in this. You know, why? Did you, how did you know? And I don't know. Obviously, I don't know. But it's because you help the dust to happen. You help the dust to happen by, by, by allowing that sense of deep, quiet watchfulness to arise. Because then what comes through whoever's doing the dust talks to everybody. There's an opening for everybody. It is very important to do the hadra with commitment. To participate and engage the practice. It is very important after the hadra to sit watchfully and direct. All of that helps something magical to happen. And the key attribute of that experience is that you will feel a sense of security, a sense of the closeness of the Rab. When the clouds of your internal agitation get blown away, all that remains is the inner sky of his presence. That experience is vindicates a life. You have that experience and all other experiences are trivial. You don't have that experience, and all other experience eventually just causes more agitation. This is what is meant when we say with the dhikr of Allah, the heart becomes tranquil. The heart becomes tranquil. Because with the dhikr of Allah, the emptying of the, the 
your, your, your inwardness. You experience his proximity. And that experience of his proximity is what gives you a fundamental sense of security and contentment, of tranquility. May Allah grant us nearness to him. May grant us annihilation in him. May grant us death before we die. In Allah, O Malaikatuhu, Salu al-Nabi, Ya Ayyuhaladina Amanu, Salu alayhi wa salim taslima. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin Abdika wa Rasulika Nabiyina Mu'ala Alihi wa Sahbihi wa Salim Taslima Subhana Rabbika Rabbi Izzati wa Ma'isifun Wa Assalamu ala Mursaleen wa Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah Taqallahullah Alhamdulillah Thank <laughs> Halligan. I said, I did again. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>